0: I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. care, what time
1: is that? It's time to refresh. So, um, I put on this basement mental event and it, it went all right. And then I had a guy reach out to me online, um, Chris Dynamite, do you know who that is? Used to run Destiny. Um, the, uh, uh, no, I don't ring the bell. Uh, it, it, it was an event round here and it, in Carlisle, and it was quite popular back in the day. It used to have some really good MCs on You'll love some of the recordings off them. There's some yeah. really good ones. Um, and anyway,s he said to, he, he messaged me saying, "How do you feel about doing a, a versus night? So we'll do Destiny versus Face Mental." I was like right go on then so what's your plan he says I've got this venue the Attic in Carlisle I was like right well this is my chance to branch to Carlisle I can do yeah. this so,
0: so was this was this a decent sort of brand at the time What
1: the um... Destiny it's more like a nostalgic act that they, like it was it wasn't current at that time but everyone was aware of what it was and it was so think they was had a big to following back. yeah um, it was good and I don't know why he reached out to me or whatever but he did uh, he's like listen can you get sort of five, five of your DJs and we'll sort of come through and, and do it
0: so so that's where you build up your following as well yeah, yeah, they are doing brilliant it. at the minute Corruption Bounce yeah yeah they're yeah they're doing yeah. really well doing the versus nights because what they're doing is they've got their own following which yeah. is growing massively they're doing really well to but be it, fair yeah
1: it makes them look really good when it's but round but then there.
0: they're doing things like with yeah. they did the Maxims one I think they've done um, I think they've had conversations with, with Farrell a few times and yeah. it's still in the process of working it out and stuff yeah. Um and they've done a few sort of versus nights and stuff. And because of that, because they get on, I know they did the Elation one when I was on at Elation yeah. um, earlier this year, and you you don't take their custom, but you add, oh, no. you add new fans, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what new. that's what a collaboration event is. You, yeah. you it's a merger of the two styles. And you just get your your brand interfaces and, and ears that wouldn't usually see or hear what you're doing. So yeah. Mm.
1: So then I remember going through with um Chris, Rig, um, and we went through and were like, none of my end of the DJs turned up. It was just me and Chris. I was no. like, shit, what is going on? And trying to get all the people, whatever. But then, on his end, none of his DJs were turning up either. So I went in um, and there was, <clears throat> Jude Norman was playing, Jew, uh, Julie Julie. Um, you, you may know him from going to Sank events and whatnot, but he was playing before me and then I went on. Me, me and Chris were playing back to back. We ended up playing a few hours because there was there was no one, there was no other DJs yeah. to play. There was a few, and it was all right. Um, it was it, it wasn't a bad night. Then Chris went on. Um, Chris Dynamite went on and played played his bit, and then it was getting late on. It wasn't like boomer all enough. Right, like, we'll just We'll, we'll finished, and and that was that. Um, and it but it was getting busier as we were going. So I was like, and. and texted him back the the other day after saying he got real busy. Don't ask someone for coming, whatever. And then he reached out to me again. He says, this guy's got in touch with me. Right, What I'm about to tell you right now is 100% the truth. I don't tell lies and nothing. I just want to make that clear. Mm. Uh, This is what happened. I'm not trying to paint anyone in a bad picture. I'm not trying to paint anyone in a good picture. Um, What had happened was... um, Chris messaged me and he says I've got this this night coming up uh, I'm, I'm calling it indulgence Chris Dynamite yeah Chris Dynamite I was like oh yeah I'll be involved with that mate so he put me on DJ Brad Melbourne going on um, but it's versus Munro's I was like right okay I know what Munro's is I've heard the mm. tapes I know this, will, this will be quite good for my reputation this and anyways uh, for whatever reason it didn't the end just been a Monroe's event. I think Chris had dropped out and it was just a Monroe's event. So this was Monroe's on tour in Carlisle. It ran run by Lily On the night, there was... Well, I went through with a bunch of mates. It was a fucking really good laugh and it was it was a good night. But uh, Lily was, was there. There was um, Cheese. There was MCB. Um, How? Uh,
0: I'd love I'd him come to come on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, I oh, will at some point. I think definitely. Yeah.
1: And we were there, and and I was playing. I played my set, and I fucking, I loved it because it was like I'm playing bounce with people who are not. Oh, so even TV. though they
0: it sort of fell off, you still got to play. Yeah, it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, but Lily said right, so we agreed. And I'm, I'm, this is I'm giving you figures at this point. I said fifty quid, mm. fifty quid. That was fine. No worries, right. That's how I meant. And he was like, right, well, I've got the dormant paid stuff like that. I'll, I'll pay you, but I'll put you on the next one as well. Okay, no worries. And the next one was in, um, Morecambe, at the, C, yeah. the C2, or Carlton it used to be called. And me and my mates drove down there, played there. Um, and, um, oh, and and as well, I remember I, at the at the first one, I was back to back with uh, DJ Cheese, and I had MCB on my set, and I thought MCB's on my set. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is this? This is amazing. Mm. Obviously, it's just fucking. It is what it is, isn't it? And I was like, this is me. It's me getting my foot in the door somewhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And anyway, so I, I was a bit hyped about it and whatnot, and uh, I drove down to to Markham. Never been to Morecambe in my life. I thought, what we a weird place this is. you know what I mean? Get there. And then um, I went into this C2 and then there was loads of people who were just like me, hungry and wanting yeah, to get into yeah, it. Yeah. So there was the, like, at the time, there was uh, Vinny T, met Vinny T that yeah, night, yeah. really nice guy. I had Martin Kavner, really, really nice guy. Um, MC Swifty, do you know him? Uh, Joe Swifty was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a load of other... Up-and-comers, what you would call the deviation room at the time, they were on the deviation as as that as well. And then um, I played my set, and a couple of lads come up to me and like, "Fucking hell, you played some gems there that I forgot about." Mm. For me, I'm always playing. Like it wasn't busy by the way; it was completely dead. And he uh, at the end of the set, Lily said to me, uh, "He said something before. It was a couple days before the event." He says, "Can you lend me? Can you lend me some money for whatever for hundred quid for pay door staff or something? Like, it was towards door staff. I was like, I was fooled by by this is my interpretation of it. This is what mm. I, I, I think at the time I was fooled by oh well I might be able to get on Monroe's or whatever if he lends me anything, he'll, he'll give me my wage and the money back yeah. when I get there and I'm he'll back, so. sort
0: of see that you've done him a favour. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll know I'm a decent person." So I lent him it and I played the set in there and then I couldn't find him the whole night and then, and then whatever has, has happened and I just thought I was fuming and my mates were like oh my god what the fuck is this about or whatever mm-hmm. and I went home and then I genuinely thought I thought I want to fuck all this bounce music off whatever because I just thought this, this is what it is I'm not into it. Yeah. Like, um, I met some decent lads that night like Vinny Vinny's such a good lad um, and and as I said there was Martin and that there was, there was a few of us that you'll know Ryder you know Ryder yeah, yeah. he was there and, and all that and he blocked me on Facebook and, and whatnot. I've got no i never seen him since. Never seen him even now. And I just thought, What a fucking dick. But
0: I'll let that go now. Like I so know. I'll just work. say as the host of uh as today's host, I'll just say Lily's a cunt then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
1: but I'm just telling you what happened and I'm giving you the yeah, facts. No, it is, what it, it, you it think is of... a bad fucking So I just yeah. thought I'll never work with you again and whatnot and uh he was meant to DJ up my night but I never DJ'd either because like, so he said oh he said what do I do he said this is what had happened he says, I'll I'll play for you on one of your nights in town and they won't charge and I was like well probably equals out a wage put a night on in Whitehaven uh, I had to, this is where this is the TJ's era so I put on a night right and I told everyone about it and then at this point it's not working. to this in Whitehaven mm. put on in Whitehaven <laughs> <clears throat> we rammed that club out all night and I'm not joking like all my mates from school were there I've still got yeah. like footage and that and pictures and that from it because I was just amazed at how it was It was shoulder to shoulder rammed and I was getting to play wherever I wanted and yeah. there was me it was meant to be me, Martin Kavner Chris Rigg and Lily. Lily. the others never turned up and that was me I just cut my ties I just thought I'm not even chasing that. It was a lesson learned. Never lend anyone in the scene. It's not no. even a
0: big amount, is it? No. It's not even like it's but, worth losing yeah. not a friendship, but losing some of your reputation mm. for that. That's what it's it works, not yeah. even it's not even a
1: it's under yeah. quid. Yeah. I know like, this is probably gonna get thrown in lots of WhatsApp groups now, but I'm just telling my story of coming up and make of that what you will. Yeah. Um and then Um I thought we've had a fucking belter event here, we'll put a summer one on. So then, this is where it started to work for me. I was, I was like, people were interested in coming to the events. So there was a bit of hype. Uh, I booked Zuni um, for, so good. and he 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 come up, um, and it was another rammed event again. Mm. Uh, so on this one, I had Zuni, and then I had the last lineup, which was Chris Rigby and myself. Then I added Park DJ Darren Cherry. I had a lad called Brent Hood and um, Lewis P and Ryder came on for combination. They got yeah. and done a bit with us. Um, that event went off. I thought this the only way is up here. This is it. People are starting like they had people in the scene messaging me like your night looks fucking really good. I wouldn't mind coming up, whatever, and whatever. Yeah, so the, my name started sort of getting about outside of Cumbria, and
0: circulating a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then I never. Done much other than my own events, it started becoming a monthly thing, mm. and I was meeting more people. Meeting, I was getting so on one of the events I had. Um, so we
0: had Zuni, then I had. Um, uh, See the thing is, as well, people like Zuni mm-hmm. and, and other people that you've got on, yeah, because they're coming and they're rammed. Obviously, Zuni was sanctu- sanctu- yeah. for a bit as well. Yeah, they're going down there. Yeah, and you know what, Fow was like. He's always looking for you know where's uh, where's a good opportunity. And when people are saying fucking hell. I was at Brad's event, out of banging. Yeah. Your name's getting circulated then without you even realising it. Yeah. Your name your name's doing the rounds in it then. Yeah. And
1: then we did one, there was uh reflex Jamie Cousins up here, uh, Carl Hill came up. Um just these these people who were like the sort of like they were all up and comers at the time mm. and it's like and they were all coming and they're like they were loving it and it was a good turnout and um I thought, Go big or go home like um so I tried to book uh, a Spanish DJ. This is this is this is what happened. There's a lot of people who questioned this at the time. He's like, why have you booked this guy? What what have, what what's the crack? So <clears throat> I'd got into production and that at this point as well. So I was producing all sorts of different bits. None of yeah. it was it was it was all alright. I listen back to it now, it sounds shit, but at the time it was it was doing me good. It was like, oh that's Brad who runs events and produces, and that's that's what it was. And then um <laughs> uh, I booked this this um so the line up for the for the second or third or second birthday it was was um uh DJ Taz from he was signed to o Mode Records by, by Gary Select's label. So I got in touch with Gary and he was like, I've got this DJ, he's he's good He'll come mm-hmm. player, a sort of O Mode Records set and I was like, right, no worries and I paid out my own pocket for it, flights, everything uh, picked him up from the airport down in Manchester, come back, drove him the next day back to Manchester. I and um, I, I booked, at the time, there was uh, Luke Hudson who was just starting to come up. Yeah. Um, Shadside becoming resident, um, Jamie Clements. And, um, yeah, so we, we got going there and it was it was a really good night. It was fucking rammed again. That TJ's era of base was really good. And then, um, that, that sort of off off the back burner for a year 2015 come along um, Farrell got in touch with me and he said I'm running an event in Carlisle would you be interested in coming on doing it I was like yeah no worries I, at this point I'm running monthly events at, in Whitehaven and every single one of them is just fucking banging like it, it was just ridiculous how easy it was to fill the place yeah. up yeah um, and I didn't think anything of it and I thought oh it's probably like like a Room 2 fucking whatever and the flyer comes out and the flyer reads fucking Nick Skids right in fucking Carlisle like what the fuck is going on here and the lineup, it was uh, John G Farrell Bonley, Lee I think it was me and Gary Kerr I'm hell. thinking I don't have no <laughs> right to be on this lineup whatsoever but it was it was yeah. fucking it was I was like wow and then ended up playing there um, and then I did a couple of sanctuaries as well and that 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 in 2015 and so then you got your foot in the door yeah and then I was like I did a couple of room twos and stuff as really <coughs> well um, and then it was sanctuaries like uh, it was uh, presents DVC at Club Domain I went in and I was like wow I like this club This yeah.
0: club domain domain i think domain's my favorite club of all time i think think just the 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 feeling you you got in there um yeah i think it was just i loved it i've got so the majority of my best memories of of our nights out stem from domain (laughs) or or certainly that area but yeah domain was so good i loved it uh
1: and then obviously uh I ended up being DBC's babysitter that night because it was just in a mess. Like, yeah. like it was, it was a mess. Like, I remember playing my set and in the room two, and it wasn't busy, but it was all right. But the mm. main room was bouncing, and I had a good night out and stuff like that. And then that turns out, obviously in retrospect, I look back. That was the last room two event that I ever did. Mm. Um, and then 2000 back end of 2015, I get this message off a lad called Star Project in in France, and he says... Um, oh, is that when
0: you went over there?
1: Yeah. Uh. I got this message saying, listen, uh, my English isn't great, but my friend's seen when, you, when you're booking to play, he's seen your DJ. Um, fucking really good style of what you were mm. doing, and, and we want you to come and play our party over there. Uh, and I was like... Right. Okay. Right. And and I wasn't sure what the this is. This is one of the first times that that people in the bouncing were asking for me to go travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And I was like, yeah. Um. Oh. How old was you at this point? I don't know. Eighteen. Eighteen. Maybe nineteen. Eighteen. Um. And uh, I was like, yes. I forgot to mention it. I used to play in Accrington a lot as well for um the the shout out to Billy who used to run a thing called Unbeatable Bounce uh, that got my foot in the door that's where I met a lot of people there yeah. as well I met like uh, Wilco and Lukey P and uh, Matthew Connor and, uh, and Stu C and all that I met yeah. all that in, uh, there so that was that was another opening for me as well I, I'm grateful for that uh, so then they reached out He reached out to me and said can you do this and then he was like he was like what we'll do is um, send me your details over I'll book your flights and whatnot." and I didn't negotiate a wage I didn't do anything and um I was like yeah no worries I'll do it I've travelled on my own to France mm. I was like I remember posting Where in the other France time was it again it was in it was in Toulouse Toulouse um, that's it I remember you saying on the last part yeah, yeah um and I, I i remember thinking i have no right to be on this at all not like i don't deserve this i don't even play this style of music it was maybe my style of mix no you know what i don't know why i got booked um or maybe you just felt inclined to mention my name i don't know mm-hmm. um a lot of people i think when it got released were like why the fuck is he on that like why is he getting a abroad bookings mm-hmm. and um from there uh i went and played turned up got picked up at the airport um and honestly one of the best events I've ever played. I yeah. got there, it was in a warehouse. I shared I shared uh, like a, a little villa thing, like it was uh, a villa. It was it was with um Dirtex, do you know? Yeah. Uh, Dirt X. He's a mad fucker, right, as well. Didn't he's just he I would never book him pretty that because he's high maintenance yeah. but he's alright, he's a decent guy. Um and, anyways, we got fucking talking and whatnot. Uh, and he was just giving me loads of his music. I was giving him some of mine. And p- went there and played the event. And this was at like a surreal moment, which even looking back now, it's still a bit surreal. I turned up there and people had boot like CDs of mine. I used to think do a CD called Wired. It was like Wired Volume 2 mm. or something, whatever. And there was these people with the Wired CDs, like, boot, like, copies of them where it was, like, badly printed and it wasn't even, in, like, in a line strip yeah, or like yeah. that and it was like, this is class, this is, this is really good and I think they were giving them out on the door, like, whatever. So that was, that was a big, uh, a big thing for me and I went on and I met Gary Select, uh, the yeah, lineup was like, yeah. Gary Select, um Star Project and, like, loads of others and the night was banging all night, like, it's so good. The video of, of the sets online, I, I I played like for a fairly decent set, I thought. And, anyways, i I networked with all these people. But whilst I was playing the whole time, there was these two lads and they were just banging into what every, every mix I was doing. They were, they were going off the nuts, they were getting on each other's shoulders, going, Whoa! And all this. <laughs> I was loving it. Anyways, the only, only reason I've mentioned that was because they come into the story a bit later. Um, I remember getting took out. It was this was in like a it's a bit of a dodgy fucking it was like an industrial estate, but mm. they just turned this into a rave venue. So like when we came out the river eight in the morning the next day there was people like fucking working on in the units next to us yeah, like yeah. tilers and fucking there was like um, fucking people drilling and shit like that. But anyway,s during the, the night that this this one of these lads took us outside. He goes, "I'll treat you with drinks and that if you if you want." Opened the boot of his car and it was just fucking just loads of like um, like JD and fuck, yeah. like as, as as much as you could fit in the boot and it was all there. Like, <laughs> what do you want? I can whatever. So I was drink for free that night had a bit of a sore the next day um anyways i came home and then i was doing like odd bits and that for like random nights i remember i played a couple of nights for um some guy in fleetwood um i can't remember the name of the event i apologize or dirty beats i think it was called mm. um and then i was just meeting people and introducing myself i was every. Thing as well. Up until 2016, every single event I went to, I used to take hundreds of CDs with me, yeah. and just everyone needs to know who I am and what I'm doing and what I'm about. And then 2016 comes along. I started upping the 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 game a bit with the with regards to what I was doing. Like I was putting more money into the events. I was putting, and it was getting bigger. So it went from these people who I was working with, and then the odd guests and stuff like that during During that time, we we booked like a few decent DJs, but then um, the manager of the club <laughs> come to me and said, "I want to show you this upstairs." And it was the original G. do one I told you about before the yeah, GL three. Yeah. Went upstairs, it was like rotten. He says, "This is getting done out." He says, "This is sh- shout to Stew Gash as well." Um, and he said to me, "He's like, listen, I'm I'm still like the manager, but do you want to?" Be do you want to do the events? we can whenever it's open, we'll sort of yeah. sort of out. I was like, right, no, what is no, worries we we'll, is? We'll we'll do that. He goes, I want to go big on the first event. What, what what would you recommend and stuff? And he was asking a few people at the pork night they used to do on a Thursday night. Who would you want to see come? Anyways, this this first night that we did, uh, we opened it up March bank holiday weekend, and it was um, me. And at this point, I took Todd under my wing, Todd Murphy um as 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 a as a resident for my brand and I just wanted him because he was equally as passionate, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was yeah, into yeah. it. I said so just give give him his opportunities and then he can go and do off and do his own thing. That that was the plan. Um and we booked Hixie, right? Hixie came up to Whitehaven and the the opening night it was wall to wall rammed in GL3. Bear in mind it's about three times the capacity of what TJ's was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd never seen it this busy in town ever and it was fucking banging. Um, Hixie came on and it was just unreal, yeah, unreal. Like, yeah. and I was playing bits of hardcore and that at that time. I was producing bits of hardcore as well. That's why it was, it was kind of fitting for me to, to for it to go on. Fitting to be on as well, yeah. Yeah, um, and then, as I say, playing the events and that. But then I got the phone call again of, oh no, it was a message. i got sorry, i a I, I lie. It was a message I got off, off Farrell saying, "Do you want to come and play Sank Blackpool?" It's like, yeah, flyer came out, I was in, like, room two again.
0: I don't know why he asked, because he knows the answer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As yeah, soon as he yeah, had, like, yeah. it, even with me, when he's like, <clears throat> do you the- I think it was the 18th birthday, he's like, do you want mm. to, do you, uh, fancy boy? And I was like, what do you mean, do I find the cost to do? Mm. waiting for this call, fucking, like, ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he does, though, doesn't that? That's, that's yeah. his thing. So then, um, he's like, I'm putting this weekender on. You obviously know the century yeah. weekend that happened. He says, I'm doing this... Um, are you available the Saturday, but yeah, no worries. And then I got there, and I walk in, and Candy and Grundy's on in the in the courtyard with Wizard on, and I'm thinking, what a fucking time to be alive. Sun's sun's shining, fucking Wizards MC, and <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is madness. So what year was this? Because I'm I'm sure I 16. went
0: sixteen. I'm sure I went to that.
1: Uh, possibly. I think it was it was. It wasn't I, I, I man, could, was it? There, yeah, it was Domain. It, it uh, was a uh, quite under man. Yeah, if yeah. you went to this, you'll know this crack. Who stole the ketamine? Do you know that story? Yeah, I do, yeah.
0: I nearly named him. <laughs> don't say Don't say it! Don't say it!
1: But, but the, the, there was a big... Thing yeah, no, of who yeah. stole the Ketamine. That was that was one, yeah. everyone was talking about it that weekend. Uh, uh some something to do with some raves in the sea and we yeah. won't get into that, but I, I turned up and I was like, Ralph Soto was on and I was having a
0: crack. Do you go to that night then, yeah? I went to it, yeah. yeah, yeah um okay. I weren't involved in the uh Ketamine game. <laughs> um, I'd gone back to yeah. whichever hotel and I was yeah. having my own Yeah um yeah, me on stuff. But yeah, I just remember, like afterwards, the big uh, arguments on Facebook and stuff. Fucking scruffy content. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, it's not even like it's like it was because it's kept. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not even like it's a drug worth arguing over. Um, yeah, but yeah. I so uh, about that. yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the that weekend.
1: So anyway, as I turned up, but I'm I'm gonna crack with uh, Ralph or uh, and. And a couple of the other lads seen seen Zuni there, having a crack with Zuni, mm. uh, Candy and Grundy, and, and whatnot. And then Farrell said something to me. I can't remember what he said. He said something. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, go on whatever. So he comes up and he goes, are you ready for the for the big one? And like, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. He's going, you're going to go main arena. You, you want to do that? So he moved me from room two to main yeah. arena i was like fucking right mate yeah so i opened up the main arena with Keo. kio just came into the scene at this yeah, point yeah. um and and i was just like wow this is amazing seeing my name on the big fucking led board yeah, i was yeah. like wow this is so good i went down to expecting to play room two and i played main room and then from there i played main room ever since ever since yeah so obviously all the sanctuaries that came along i was I was on and off with it as well like some, sometimes he would book me sometimes he wouldn't
0: um, but majority of but the time he does that anyway doesn't he, mixes, yeah. it, he, don't, he mixes he's not it stagnant yeah, with because yeah, yeah. he knows he can sort of handpick yeah. who he wants I think that's what's kept Sanctuary as the dominant yeah. force for the last 20 years like it's um, because he's not just had the same mundane yeah. thing over and over again he's mixed he's had his loyal ones like John and, and that but yeah He's mixed it up really well, um, yeah. Which is why it's been the the go-to place for twenty years, like so.
1: Yeah, and then I played there. I was just like, "Wow, is this what it feels like? This is amazing." Mm. I get used to this, and then a lot of more people started noticing me and what I was about. And in the meantime, I was still running the events from GL3, who put some some really really good events on and got got pulled pulled Bondley out of fucking retirement at that point. He, he he knocked it on the head for a bit. Yeah, so I got him to come and play player set um we've got some like there's some really really good names got, like some big house names and that as well that would, who come to play but then
0: he's uh, far too good as well to be retired any bon yeah yeah far definitely. He's such he's one of them dj's as well that you just like he, he's he he's technically very very good like mm. a lot of the time when you you just watch him you like fucking hell like yeah yeah so
1: well done his bouncing box by the way um it's it's just came out it's really good um, it's on Flexed I think oh, it's on Bouncy the Bouncy channel on YouTube um, and then I booked a weekender as well I had a base mental weekend up in Cumbria and it, Friday night was Classics Saturday night was no Friday night was um, was Bounce Saturday night was Classics and Sunday was Italian
0: so mm-hmm. that was
1: what we would doing so I had a big varied line up and the Friday night I put Finchie on Finchie's first time in Whitehaven in years and the place was absolutely wrong. No, like we've talk, I've talked about it on the pod, on the pod before, Finchy came on. It was he did my set, and I've got the recording there. You can hear the atmosphere in the crowd. Every, yeah. everything he done, it was, it was it was it was it was like wow, this is good. He was that level, that busy. Yeah, as I say, he had to get he had to get escorted out the the emergency exit because people were fucking mobbing him. We had
0: um, um I think the first Let's Have It after lockdown, Finchy was on. Yeah, and um. I remember he was on before me because he had, he had another gig, so he was on about eleven o'clock. Um, it might have been earlier, might have been the first one on because he had to get off for another gig or whatever it was. I just remember watching him, and it was that loud in there because obviously it was the first night following two years of lockdown. But also it was like seeing him on there and everyone were that excited, and it's Finchy and everyone's like shouting along with it. Like you couldn't you, you could hardly hear him. Yeah. because like the atmosphere in there was so good and he just knows how to just dominate a crowd doesn't he like he's yeah he's fucking brilliant to watch um, but then I was on after him and I was like fuck <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> why do you have to yeah. be so
0: fucking good yeah. like, I wish you'd have just stuttered a few times or whatever a bit of <laughs> ring rust or something but there was nothing he was just flawless all the way through I was like oh my god and i wasn't being rude
1: there by the way uh, no it's fine yeah that, that camera's gone mental there's a i've got the cctv you must pick up on them lights all oh,
0: right um, But yeah so I, like i said i was on directly after him and i was like fuck how do i do this but luckily i was on with um with martin with nitro um, and the type of dj that he is oh it's, um, yeah you can,
1: fl- you can fill the floor easy less anyway. is more. Yeah, more like, yeah, yeah.
0: you don't have to do anything because the type of tracks that he plays luckily i like because i go to btid and all that anyway um, so know you gonna know how with. he's going to play, so I knew that all I had to do is just just hype the crowd a little bit. So I didn't look, I didn't look terrible going on after Finchie because I, I had Martin to work with, and Martin just sort of had it all. But I remember as soon as I went on, there was an issue with the decks, so I can't remember what it was. And um, he was playing it; he had it full volume, and, and I could order a drink from stood on stage just shouting like oh. it just it weren't working properly for whatever reason. Then it all just kicked in really loud. And Martin was like, nice one, mate. He said, you carried me there. And I thought, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so someone like, Nights Rem says that to you. I was like, yeah. fucking, felt like I was like eight feet tall. It'd be great. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Class,
1: class. He's a very good DJ. I really hate yeah. him.
0: But yeah, yeah. Finchian, um on the oh, Friday. Yeah, sorry,
1: yeah. Fin- so Finchie on the Friday it was absolutely just, it was unbelievable. I've never seen town as busy. Mm. Like it was just, the everything just accumulated up until this pinnacle, I think, because it was the club's most popular point. It was my brand's most popular point. Yeah, and and having Finchy there was just the the, the, the like the cream and. Did you home. play
0: the Sandfest in the Lakes?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Well, say so we will get into that. Yeah, in. yeah. Uh, so two thousand and back end of two thousand and sixteen. I to, Oh, I got the phone call from from Spain saying. It was them two young lads who oh, played yeah. for. And yeah. He said. Yeah. He says, "Can you come and play? I've I, I I want you to come and play for for this event." I was like, "Right, no worries." So we sorted that out, um, and I went and played over in um, Bilbao, and it was Club Anaconda. It was. Um, it was decent. It was. It was wild. It was. But this is this for me, right? This is where I took a bit of a turning point because i became brad refresh and it was because i thought i've put out bang average tunes and i feel like i need to step it up a bit do you know what i mean so this was just before the century weekender and stuff do you know what i mean um and what had happened was i sort of had like a re-sort of refresh that's what it was that's where where the refresh comes from that's how it come about yeah so the refresh thing came um i wanted to drop the name of the brad milburn because um i think it's a shit name i don't like my name anyways (laughs) right but the 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 main thing was um work work was getting really intense my daytime job i was getting drug tested all the time Mm. um it's, it's the nature of the job and I don't think that they were they were in, that impressed with...
0: Having the name associated yeah, with their uh, company yeah. and that, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, because obviously everyone knows each other locally. This yeah. is what it is. So, like, everyone's... Oh, you're the bounce DJ and that... You've got to paint with that brush, but it depends what light you want to look at. It, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Depends on how you see the genre, yeah, doesn't yeah, it, so... Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, so,
1: um, I thought right, I need to freshen this up, so I was Brad Refreshed. So you went so to Spain
0: was, as Brad Refresh?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I went... When I started the the I thought I'm gonna have to just. I was getting sick of 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 um, the harder music. Like mm. I, was, I was like I was people pleasing. That's what I was doing. I was like, if I'm playing over there, I need to play hard. I need to play hard. And then and then people were normally playing sort of a bit harder. And I was like, right, I need to bring Back, what I enjoy about it, and it's getting a bit out of control. Yeah, obviously, yeah. people please, like I say. I was wanting to play in front of crowds that much that I was changing what I was about.
0: Yeah, you lost your sort of identity, and yeah, like. so I started the Brad Refresh thing, and I, my tunes were a much How did you calling. come about transitioning? Because obviously, it's not you don't just go, um, right? By the way, I'm, I'm Brad Refresh now rather than Brad Milbert. Like, how did you? I started like doing like a, a, a refresh
1: mix series, and it was that's how sort of edged in and because I was the promoter up here just changing the name on the flyer people questioned it at first Mm. and then it just became that's what it was like that's that's and then now more obviously more people know me as Brad Refresh that's what it is Um, it was just Refresh at first but I hated getting called it I don't like the like I, I like the name, but I don't I don't want somebody who doesn't know me to go. Like fresh yeah, I like yeah. So I added the Brad thing just so it humanises me a bit. Yeah. I was just like I know it sounds stupid, but when someone comes up to you and calls you Brad, it's like, yeah, that's my name. Yeah. Like yeah you know what I mean? So then obviously with the name change and everything like that, um it was like almost like a fresh start for me. So um when I was putting tunes and stuff out, they were there were better quality, better standard. And then I went over to Spain and played there, and I, f- and I thought to myself, "This is it. I'm done with Spain." Like I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it, um, but I thought this music's not for me. I was playing mm-hmm. really like hard stuff, and it was boring. Like I was by the end of the set, I was like, I wasn't in. Yeah, I've,
0: I've never been proper into the Spanish. Like
1: it was like it was hard bass and bumping. That's what it was. Yeah. So then, I just thought to myself, right, back to basics. Put these mixes out. It was all vocally bits that I liked. I played my bits of my hard house. and I like, wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to play. I play. I play a bit of Spanish hard dance that as well. Do you like the yeah um, style tunes? I played that in Spain, and guess what? It fell flat on its ass. I had to quickly mix it out into a hard bass tune. Yeah, like, yeah. it just didn't work. So anyways, I came back and I just thought I need a full rebrand of everything I'm about. Got in touch with duffy to do a cd i said mm. we'll, we'll do this cd done this cd that helped me a lot um i went down to um sopranos at back to the old school sopranos or something like that it was in whaley in is it whaley it's called rio R- rio's nightclub in in whaley i went down there and i handed loads of cds out because with, with, it had duffy's name on people would listen to yeah, it. yeah so that got my name out there massively as well um that helped a lot shocked fee Yeah, uh, really nice guy um, class and then well, he's class as well he's yeah. just he's flowing everything's just class uh, and then as uh, 2016 progressed 2017 f- we got the phone call of Farrell saying listen we're at Sanctuary up at GL3 think, right we'll do that then we'll organise it coming and look at the club and whatnot mm-hmm. one night and then right we'll do it first one lockout he then come again and done Easter that it wasn't a lockout but it was I mean it was, it was a lockout I, I can't remember but, uh, which
0: one I came to up here uh, but I was stupidly smashed like been drinking all the way up here all through the day all through not? the night I can I genuinely oh. don't remember I was because okay. that was that period of about 2017-ish wasn't it yeah and um. I spent the majority of it steaming like proper yes. smashed and I can't remember but I remember like some lab was asking me what my name is and I couldn't remember I was <laughs> that pissed genuinely I couldn't yeah. remember my name I, I said it on that sanctuary around like the first week that I got that pissed I couldn't remember my name I, some lab was like uh, and in the end, he just ended up walking away because it took me that long to answer someone uh, answer what my name was. He must have thought, "Fuck you know what a le- what a proper reprobate." <laughs> <laughs> and then he sort of left me too. But yeah, it was um oh, 11. Was it was it Whitehaven? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. um, and then there was the other Sankfest in Wigan as well, which I was. Oh, oh no, was no this wasn't Sankfest This was Sanctuary. This it was just a oh, sanctuary was event. Yeah.
1: Oh right. Well, I know when this was then. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll get onto that. Um, and he it, it was it showed there was a demand in the area, mm. and then. Finchy got in touch and he was like that weekend it was alright, wasn't it? I was like, Yeah, he's like, What about if we did a frequency event? I said, Absolutely to <laughs> yeah. right. So I've got up here, done a frequency Yeah, uh, class. Um some of the best records I've heard. So I, I was back to back with Alex for the first before just before we opened, I got to know Alex a bit, Alex mm-hmm. R. And then I played the first set and then I went through to a festival. Um Oh no, sorry, I I played that set. And uh, Alex went on after me. Then there was Greenie, John Neal. Fucking hell! Uh, so it was Master C and Finchy hosting the night as well. It was really good. One of the best live recordings I've ever heard. Um, it's unbelievable it with a lineup. Like it mm. sort of like it was it was it was heavy. Like it was real good. And then Farrell got in touch again, saying, "Do you want to do End of Summer Party Bank Holiday Sunday?" I said, "Yep, no worries. We'll do that. Put that on." Uh, busy night again. That, so I is this
0: when you were still doing the. Doing the events for this, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was just bringing brands. in yeah, yeah.
1: At this point, and um, and then he said, um, "We're going to do this." It was a good lineup, and that it's where I met like Ben, ben Rushing came, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was John and all that. And this is where I started talking to John a little bit, and I, I don't even know if he remembers that. That was obviously mm. in like twenty seventeen. I don't really remember, stuff, but I started getting to Pally with John a bit, and then. That night, I had to play a warm-up, and then I had to fuck off to a festival in uh, Soulfest, it's called, and I went and played hardcore there, Mm. and um, really enjoyed it. It was unbelievable, actually. It's one of my favourite sets ever, Um, played that there, and what had happened was... um, Oh, what was it? I drove through and like I, they wouldn't let me in. I was like, it was the artist thing. Uh, go go around the artist one. Wouldn't let me. In. I said I'm playing. I'm pl- I'm on the bill. That's that's my name there. Whatever. Right. Okay. So like they took me to the thing and I, I went and played. The guy on before me was playing this like dub music. It wasn't dubstep, yeah. but it was like the 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 yeah, noises yeah, yeah. and I, I thought I'm gonna play hardcore. Here. I booked to play hardcore. This isn't gonna go down well at all. So I went on, and honestly, it was rammed, and it was fucking full of these hippies, and it was unreal, unreal. Like I've done some videos of that online somewhere as well. Um, and off the back of that, there was a girl in the crowd there, Al King from um, Dumfries, and she started bu- booking me for her nights, and I was playing up there. So I was, I was like, Scotland, I was playing yeah. um, Blackpool, I was playing. Like I was uh, starting to get around now, and I think this is where I think. I, you, some people might still see me as an up and comer, but for me, this is where I broke through. I think mm. this is where I can turn up here and play these places, and it's it's really really good. Mm. Um, yeah, um, we're back in two minutes if that's okay.
0: Because there's been a lot of key points in there as well with regards to you know people like Cal, for example, that up and coming. Yeah, you've, you've you've got to do the fucking circuits. You've got to go through the hardship yeah. to be able to then say, well, yeah, now I have broke through. And the reason why I'm on, you know, why yeah. I'm resident, the reason why I'm travelling all over the place is not because I'm arse-licking, it's because I've had to go through shit and people have seen me go through shit yeah. and bounce back from it and carry on doing it because that's what promoters want, that's what, like, the people want to see, like, well, fucking, you know, if you get when the going gets tough, who gets going? Yeah. Whose arse falls out and who thinks, right, rolls her sleeves up and, right, let's go at it. Yeah. And I think that's what... I'm leaving this in, by the way, the podcast yeah. is just rolling out. <laughs> um, but but I yeah, did, I think, <laughs> Sorry, there was a bit of
1: technical issue. My phone was going mental, It there was a the camera in the house that was going mental. I thought it was something in here. Um but
0: yeah. Um Where where did we finish up there? So you was um decided you got back from Spain and everything, oh, done yes, all the that was what it was. um so, frequency and all that had been up and then Farrell just made you resident.
1: No, I wasn't resident, no, no. Oh no, quite, no. It was this uh, the yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. So what had
1: happened at this point in the beginning of 2017, um, it was, well, back in 2016, uh, a lot of my residents team had had a big falling out over something and I thought, oh, this is, what's going on For your night up here? Yeah, for my night up here, I was like, what's going on? And, I went to a night in, I'd rather not say because it it paints them in a bad picture, but,
0: um, You went to a
1: night? I I went to a night. yeah. Yeah, I went to a night and someone said to me, like fucking, we had we had a talk, and I was talking to them, and the it left me with a sour taste in my mouth about the whole scene. Yeah, and I, and I, I thought, do you know what? Why am I put my energy into this? So I started writing hardcore. I was still getting book, bounce bookings. Don't get me wrong, mm. but I was putting out hardcore music uh, in 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 a, in a childish huff. Um, at this point, this literally was just me being childish. Um, of like just the dummy out type of thing yeah because I thought if, if no one's appreciating what I'm doing why do I bother yeah and uh, for the whole of 2017 I ma- the majority of my, my bookings was hardcore and, and uh, no my, my, all my music was hardcore and the majority of the bookings was hardcore so I was still playing for Sank mm-hmm. I was still playing for Uh, in the club where I was playing bounce into hardcore I was playing club classics into classic bonkers style hardcore so I I was transitioning for that year and I had moderate success in 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 hardcore um, this this 2017 was a was a big crossroads for me Um, this is why I'm ever getting a bit confused or flustered with it because i start i was writing a lot of hard house at the time so i thought maybe hard house is the avenue mm-hmm. i was getting i got in the studio with digital mafia and he was we did a couple of tunes together um and yeah from there i was like well what what can i what what, what should i do well like i got accepted straight away into the, the hardcore scene i got because i was i was. Getting booked down in Birmingham for a bounce event called Bounce Essential, mm. um, and it was it was just basically my style, what I enjoyed, but the just ramp, it's like Donny Warehouse, to so just ramp yeah, the BPM yeah, yeah. up just that little bit. So I was playing like one five five bounce in in um, Birmingham quite regularly, but it was like the stuff I like, so yeah, I, was, yeah. I wasn't fussed. I kind of just, but while I was down there, I got friendly with 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 one of the guys there who runs uh, Universal Hardcore and he started booking me on his nights so this is where I met the likes of like Stu Allen Vibes um, Rob IYF all all these lads Um, and I got got friendly with Stu Allen like he he, he, he's like another Keith Capstick he he, he was a life and soul of the party and we got we got chatting and we were, and and he gave me a lot of time a day and he watched my set and I was just yeah. like this is it so we, we used to just chat now and again, um and then I was getting booked quite regular down there I was going down there probably every other month as well as still doing um stuff jail free O three uh, yeah uh, I was getting booked over in York quite a bit um playing over there um and then it was the odd dribs and drabs of like bounce stuff, like uh, odd these like one-off bounce nights coming up, and I would get booked for this, I get booked for that, and then, um, I went on my stag do to Magaluf, and I was like, found myself just listening to bounce the whole time like I, I still i still love bounce music and, yeah I'm, I, and, and at that time i was on my stag do i thought i need to grow up and just fucking ex- accept it like if people are ungrateful for what i do in the bounce scene that's their fault yeah they just thought right i'll do this so i got married and that i went away to hong kong i didn't told you i i, I, I was dg in hong kong in 2014 as well i about all yeah. that yeah yeah i got played over there um that was that was fun i was sort of Phil Goodall, who's been on the podcast, he, he yeah, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but he messaged me. I've tried to tell you my whole story, but there's all, there's all these different skip things over a a It's too long, isn't it? But. Yeah. Um, but he, he, he contacted me when he said I was out in Hong Kong, saying, oh, I didn't know you were out there, mate. I said, I go every year, go with my missus, see family and that. He's like, i put you in touch with this guy, go and play you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ended up playing bounce music in Hong Kong to, to people. But it wasn't bounce, it was classics. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Scouse I was playing stuff like your man there and I was playing yeah, yeah. like it was like all like it was it go down? At first I thought it was gonna go down like a lead balloon but mm. it it there were dancers and stuff like that and there was like I remember going there was like Jamaicans here, there was like um like your Chinese culture here, there was your expats, your white your white yeah. guys and then all just all spread out all over the thing and they were all loving it and they're like and I remember the Jamaicans come up to me at the end of the of the gig um and I'd said to me like what's this stuff here? What what what's this yeah, music? I've never it? heard it. It's like, oh man, this is twenty years old. This stuff. <laughs> I said, and he was like, "Where can I get it?" And I just gave him all of my CDs he had. I was him them. I just yeah. said, "There you go, have them." Because I only bought them while I, was I went to the market because, like, I wasn't expecting to go on DJ. Mm. So I went to go to the market. And I had to download stuff that I had off off, off offline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was an experience as well. Um, so yeah, what part did I get up to there? Two thousand eighteen. Oh no! Oh yeah, back, back in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So I thought I'll give this thing a proper go. So then I. Uh, at this point, I think Farrell's seen that I was more doing the hardcore stuff. Whether we really paid attention to that or what I don't know, but I stopped getting the Sank bookings. Mm. 2018 came round, and he was, at this point, um, the GL3 thing, I'd, I'd sort of put it on the back burner to focus on other things. Um, I'd st- I still was still going to bounce nights and stuff like that, um, and and whatnot. But then he, he was on at 32 instead in yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Workington. So done that, went there, and I thought, I'm going to have to just go back to basics here. Like, he didn't put me on anymore, so I just went. I had a bit, fucking, bit of the t's the, the coming out of me again, but basically I, I made a warm-up CD, I made a peak hour CD, and I made a Sank Anthem CD. Yeah. And I had three CDs, and I went to him and I says, listen mate, I know i haven't been on a while, I'm there's demos and he's like cheers i appreciate it whether he listens to them or i don't know and then a couple of months go by then he books me again and then this is me like sort of getting back into the door again of of, of thing I'm, I'm writing bounce music i'm i'm getting into the swing of things uh people are supporting my tunes i was mm. so wasn't getting the bounce bookings or such at first but people were playing the tunes out like bond was playing my tunes um there was a few anyways, but I remember Bond coming up to Workington um, there and playing one one or two of my tunes. I was like, yes, acceptance. That's yeah. after. So then, uh, he, he contacts me and says, can you play the Halloween gig 2018? I was like, great, nobody's turned up. I was on after John Neal. came in, uh, Jordan was on. Mm. Um, I'm sure Alex, I was there as well, for whatever I think he came not with John for the crack, so I was having a crack with them a lot. And then I got Pally with John and then they were like, right, we're doing this Sankfest thing. This so all this was another thing, yeah, Sankfest. It's like uh I got put on at the after party at the first Sankfest and Easy and Jonesy were on my set and honestly I just thought oh, why did I fuck bounce off a little bit like why why did I go in this childish mood for a year well, for no reason?
0: Um I It's good to see Jonesy getting the recognition he deserves yeah, now as well. Exactly. He's he started mate, like he's on zombie, he's mm. on um a few big things Um, it's good to see that he's not being sort of palmed off in the the room twos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talented, isn't he? He he sent me a thing the other day, um, a voice note of of some of the stuff he's been working on. I'll play it to you after this. Mm. Um, He's good. Really, really, he's... His play on words is so fucking good, the way that he, he, he delivers it and that. But, yeah, it's good to see him getting... Like I say, the recognition that he deserves because he's been there and thereabouts for for years. Yeah, for, yeah, he's been on here and told the story. Like, yeah, it's, it's, been and it's, um, it's really good to see nice him now getting well. the the big, yeah, the big recognition.
1: Um, and then, no, the other came along. He says, "Can you play?" I know you're not really doing the bounce, but can you do the dance and that? So I did dance party, and I really loved it. And it was good. It was the uh, Electric Super um, in there, and then. I was at Sangfest for the day and I just thought, oh, this is class, I I, I like this, this is really Mm. good. And then, obviously played the the Halloween one for him, Um, and then back end of 2018, oh, uh, played New Year's Eve, Club Domain, I was like, yes, get in there. So 2018 going into 2019 it was. Just making sure that's right. I apologise, final if it's wrong. But um, um, he said to me, we're leaving Domain. The, yeah. The, this is this is the last one. I played the closing set and knocked the decks off in the main for the last time. Uh, it was a surreal feeling. It
0: was yeah. good. It was real good. Knowing that no one else is going to play there after you. Yeah.
1: Um. And that was that was one of my. I did fans. like the Yeah. I, did I really well.
0: like that club. Yeah. Especially in summer when the when the courtyard yeah. bit was open yeah. and that as well really really good. Um and then from there I
1: was getting back onto the Sanctuary's regular. Go down and play whatever. So then, twenty nineteen came along. Got, I was still from parties a being now and again. Do you know just just to yeah, simmering, yeah. um, and then, um, still getting hardcore bookings off the back end of the stuff I was putting out. Mm-hmm. I got a, a release on like this is a massive achievement for me. It's a massive achievement when I was growing up. I was listening to these these CDs. I got a release on Hardcore Heaven, like the CD. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, that's a big thing. And twenty in the back end of of twenty seventeen again, I got a release on Tidy Tracks, like the put uh, one of my tracks on their album, and I was just like, wow, this is this is this is unreal. So I could have pursued both avenues and went that way, but I thought I'll just stick to bounce because I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, you follow
0: your, you you follow your heart and yeah, you follow your gut.
1: Yeah, I think I could have had some more moderate success in some other avenues, but I feel like this is where I belong. Mm. Sort of thing. So then, um. Yeah, so that came around, he was like, right, we're doing the festival again, we're going to go. But your main stage is this time, you're not the after party, I was like, get in there. So, went on, played the set, a lot of people enjoyed it, um, I, re- I really enjoyed it. Um, and I started playing like tunes, Like, I was more confident to play on my own tunes rather yeah, than people's, yeah, yeah. and I was getting good reactions off them. Um, and then after that, he said, right, I'm going to do Sankfest Halloween edition, I know what it is. Anyways, the weather went a bit shit, and we had to move it to um, uh, Chasers in in Workington. And anyways, I was. This is where I got ch- chatting with John, and we're having a crack. And I just we sat, we stood and talked for about two hours, just about tunes and 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 we're, and it was then I realised he's on my wavelength. Yeah, he, like he's. His his style and my style would, is a good combination. Never thought anything. Didn't ever think we were ever going to do anything together, and that was that. And then played more Sanks. Played Bounceland. That was one of my favorite gigs ever as well. Sanctuary Bounceland. They did um, in Home and HQ. Did you ever go there? That was that was one that was one for for the memory book. That was really good. Uh, I don't
0: think I went to HQ. Don't know.
1: It was it was good. It was it was decent. Um, Played there and then. That's I when remember. I
0: might. I, I probably did.
1: <laughs> that's when I started getting sort of mates with Ben, because um, Ben was on after me. He fully returned with Bad, and yeah. that was that was what it was. He was sort of getting his stuff out there, getting my stuff out there. Off to a, a, it was a good year, 2019, where it was a return. Where I started playing. I was playing in Burnley, Blackburn, all different yeah, places. Yeah. I've still I've still never played in Wigan, never ever played in Wigan in my Maybe life. Considering it's the hub of bounce, I've never ever played there. Such a yeah. I
0: just one. I love Pure. Pure's like my favorite club. Uh, I like I
1: like Pure. Um, never played there, even never even played like room 2 or anything. Just uh well I don't know what the, the situation is, but I've well, just never been asked. Um and then from there it was a chat with John, send him tunes and that now again you feedback he was always honest feedback him mm. pete monsoon and and john g were the ones where like they would be like this works this doesn't work yeah do you know what i mean i got
0: to play with pete recently he's good he's over the moon he's very good i was over the moon he
1: supports a lot of my music and yeah. i'm very grateful for that so then i had a like 2019 best year ever playing everywhere doing whatever and 2020 hit and it was looking like a good year. It was gonna be fucking. Yeah. This, this was this was my year. Obviously, the pandemic happened. Uh, I got stuck in Poland for two weeks um, during when the when the lockdown. With the lockdown, uh, I've told the story on the podcast before, but uh, I'll scroll over that. But like, basically, tried to get home and they stopped all international flights to Poland. When, when we got there, we had, we, were, we went to the British embassy to say, "Listen, what's the for advice." Mm. It's fine. Everything. There's no restrictions. Nothing in place. This is when COVID was just sort of in China. Yeah. Next minute, we got stuck there for two weeks. We're on the. We made it on the. We're on the Polish news and the Scottish news as well because <laughs> I took my little letter, or whatever. So then, during that time, I was doing a bits and bobs for like I was making some some um, jingles and stuff for for their, for their adverts. This is where it started, and then. Um, I done like a zone one as well, where it was jingles for zone, um, and then over 2020, 2021, I was just doing stuff to stay relevant. So I was trying to do, I was putting music production stuff out. I was putting, um, I was putting mixes live streams, and I was yeah. just like, how can I stay relevant to, to this? And so I was just doing what I kind of doing like a little mix series and whatnot. Twenty twenty one came along. Farrell said, "Can you do the first one back? First one up back? I opened up. Oh no, sorry, Madata opened up." And I was on After Data. Atta, played a set in Flamingos, really good. Also, um, oh 2019, I also done Pier on the Pier 2019, that was that was really good, I enjoyed that. Uh, I
0: think I missed that one, yeah I did. Yeah, that was a
1: big, he I've done me everyone that.
0: and missed that and then, yeah.
1: yeah. I was, that was one of my highlights as well, uh, like I, I put a video up of, of my set as well, uh, like one tune and I did I did a bootleg like of, do you know... Um, have twelve bottles of bleach, please. Yeah. yeah. So I done that on the drop. I have twelve bottles of bleach, please. I mean, it <laughs> the video done like two hundred and fifty thousand views. I was yeah. like, wow. Like just for the comedy value in it. So I done alright there. Um And then like coming back, it was it was a bit, a bit. Since it came back, it took like a little bit to find what everyone's rhythm was and find mm-hmm. the feet. And twenty twenty one, I played a fair, fair few different kids here and there. I never did any of them sit down gigs. I refused all of them just because I can't sit down. If you you go to a rave, it's not it's not about that for me. No, I didn't, I didn't do any of them sort of sit down raves. I was banging to comedy at the time, like all the stuff now. But I was going to like sit down comedy gigs instead. Yeah. So I don't mind that because you sit down anyways. But um, no,
0: you don't you don't go to a a rave to sit
1: down. Yeah. So then 2022 came along. That's such a funny joke then, but I cannot say it. I'll have to say (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 2022 came along. I played various sets 2022. I had a really good year. Uh, I was playing for the girl up in Edinburgh, playing regularly, um, playing Sanctuary, playing... Cumbria, yeah, and um, this is where I, 2022 was the year I found myself. Um, it sounds stupid saying it, but I found a pattern in where I could do things. And I thought I'll start doing this podcast. I've always wanted to do a podcast because mm-hmm. I watched Joe Rogan, that was the biggest inspiration. I used to listen to Joe Rogan back in the really early episodes, yeah. And people were like, Why do you want to listen to a conversation? And I was like, it Just it, you don't understand it. I was good. like,
0: The um, Joe Rogan and James English. Yeah, James English podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, really good. My dad got me onto them, um, but they're more like sort of gangster type. Yeah, um, well,
1: James English for me, right, was like, I can do this because he's just this guy yeah. he's from Scotland and he just goes, takes a portable setup with him wherever he goes and just basically this. Just in the chat with people, is. yeah. Um, and anyways, so, so far, I'm going to do the podcast. Um, I'll put a good few tunes out, a bit good bit of recognition. Yeah. Um,
0: did you have any in. when you were setting the podcast up, did you have anything in like sort of in mind or was it did you have like a long term goal with it, or was it a case of you just sort of using it to um, I've to got get a to long... know everyone or No,
1: no, my long term goal with this is and I've said it before, this is this is just to document our scene. I was getting a bit pissed off and I would listen to other people talk. I remember listening to an alternate podcast, you know, mm. Did you alternate. Uh, and he was talking on it and I thought why is it like the London scene you always gets so much BBC documentaries and shit, but yeah. like, everyone forgets... The only thing that people know in the rave scene about it here was the hacienda, like, like yeah. that's properly documented. So I started doing this. Oh, the old Wigan Pier, like the... Yeah, Wigan Casino type yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like all that. And I just thought, this is my way of documenting it. It's got, mm. this is This is my selfless project. Everything I've ever done otherwise, production, it's mixes, it's been for me. This is something where I'm like, I'm doing this and... If I if I go where in ten my long term goal is I want to do everyone everyone's story wait if somebody wants to make a documentary about the bounce scene, all they need to do is just listen to these podcasts. Go on YouTube
0: or Spotify or whatever can, it is, and, and you can sort of find there. everything
1: yeah, yeah. out. That's that's my objective. But um, the the way I was wanting to do it was I want to do Cumbria and I want to do the bounce scene because mm-hmm. this is what this is me, this is what I'm about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and selfishly no there was no one doing what I was wanting to. do I wanted to know people's stories. I'm. I'm I like talking mm. music. You, obviously, you've talked to me for a long time. Yeah. So I started doing that, and then I thought I was well known for 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 bounce and for music and stuff like that. But this, when this went from video or episode seven up until where we are now, this it's is 75, seventy five. Seventy five. This episode, I think, is yeah. right. I've never experienced this type of people knowing who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, since since about episode 35-ish, say 30, 35, I've never went to the, I go, we go shopping every Sunday, I go shopping every 33. Sunday. 33. <laughs> 33, we'll say that then. Yeah. <laughs> that mine. Yeah, we'll so say, say, say 33, <laughs> whatever, right. I've never once went to the, the, the shop and people stopping me to talk to me and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not maybe necessarily something I want all the time because, like, my missus has to go and do the full shop on her own because when we're gone some days rather. you just can't be bothered can you like
0: yeah. as much as it's good getting to know people some days you do just want to get what you need to get done yeah so i know what you mean
1: yeah um and then obviously i've had some guests on who i've really wanted on and i've really like really wanted to like get to know on a more personal level mm. obviously make met you through this properly like yeah. i knew who you were before i met you properly through this um Few people. i got friends. I'm friends with Cal through this. Like, so yeah. I, I, I vaguely talked to him before, but now I talk to him all the time. Um And yeah, so since this has been, it hasn't opened many doors for me. I'll be honest. Um
0: We're coming to 2020. To be fair, you didn't need many opening either because obviously yeah. you'd. As we sort of circle back to the beginning, where we say about you, you put in the work at the beginning anyway, hmm. and the doors were sort of opened from setting up a night having a, a full thing, turning up to three people mm. and, and going through the hardships and everything as, like I said before, the trenches and all that. But um, the doors were opened through persistence and, and everything. So like you said, with this, it's it's going to open doors, but not in the sort of musical way. It's going to open doors in terms of you meeting people mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of getting more enlightened with other people with regards yeah. to that rather than sort of, it having an impact on your DJing or yeah. your producing or anything like that um that's it that's that's literally what it is it's just for me but I've... for anyone wanting to know where his music is available at it's <laughs> at oh
1: god um it's a it's at um my music you can find it on spotify brad refresh uh, we'll get into the manic thing now as well um so i started doing the podcast um and I kept this, the, my, my DJ and my, my producer separate to the podcast. Mm. It's never really favoured me. Um, the only time that, I'll be honest with you, it favoured me, but in the end it didn't favour me, was um, I'd done the podcast with Ian Van Dahl, Yeah. And um, the guy who runs Clubland messaged me saying, are you with Ian now? I was like, yeah, he says, can you do warm We don't have a warm DJ. I was like, "Fucking right, I'll do that." Right, yeah. and then he says, "Oh, cancel that. He's turned up." So oh, I prick. almost had a door opened, and I never. So there you go. What a bastard.
0: No, but, no, but I uh, mean the situation, uh, not the person. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's essentially what had happened. Um, but that's the only sort of what you would call—is it nepotism? Is is that class of nepotism? The only, the only
0: potential opportunity, yeah, potential and, yeah. opportunity
1: I've ever had off the back of the podcast was that, and it didn't even happen. Yeah. So um, yeah, I never really got back with back. Anyways, I went to uh, America, um, cr- just Christmas just gone, yeah, yeah. Uh, first time I went to America, I've never experienced anything like it, it was unreal, but I was sitting in Denny's one morning, right, and I was at, we're all having think and I got this big, long message off Farrell, saying, listen, would you be interested in a residency for Sanctuary? I was like, fucking get in and it's happened, yeah. like it's it happened, and that's it, and at this point, just before Christmas, I was talking to John about doing Manic. Um, I'm not going to go too much into the manic story. If that's alright because yeah, I think so. that's for when John's John. on. Well, yeah, John yeah. needs to tell that as well. It's not my story to tell. It's both of ours. So yeah, then,
0: then, for me. You need something like you and John doing a pod and just basically just talking yeah, about... Yeah, me,
1: me and John doing a pod, but we won't come on. <laughs> so, but you yeah. and John doing a pod. Yeah, and that's when we'll get into it. We'll get into your story and, we'll, and then we'll cross our path from doing it. Because yeah. I feel like it's a bit unfair because I don't know what it was like for his Yeah, do yeah. you know what I mean? Where but first... for me, we we had a mutual like for it and he was like, what about this for an idea? And then we are like, do it together. And then this year, I, my main focus, you won't have seen a Brad refresh during this year, you won't have seen... Brad refresh mixes. I don't think, possibly. I don't think I've done one. It's all about the manic thing. Um I've got the podcast and I've got manic, and for me, that's what it's about. I've got my sank residency, mm. and but that it's basically manic sets, anyways. Because me and John are there for each other's sets, and we're playing. We're playing manic stuff, we're playing other stuff as well. Yeah. But it, that's where it is. I'm in a very happy place at the minute, and probably this is my story up until now. That's it. I probably
0: missed stuff out, and I apologise, but you probably picked
1: it up so off all e- the podcasts. Yeah,
0: it's so easy to to forget things as well, yeah. So, coming up, what have you got in terms of Right, uh, can I put this, I'm going to put these out, I've got Mannequin and
1: Friends. Can I put
0: this out, it's your party. Yeah,
1: no, because no, <laughs> no, it's not, no, these events aren't my events. <laughs> oh, um, so. I've got Manic, Manic and Friends um, coming up on the 4th of November. I've got uh, sanctuary on the 21st of october the halloween with antidote in association Antidote bonanza mm-hmm. that, looks uh, like that night as well new year's different. eve uh, sanctuary i've got the 24th of november i'm doing uh, under 18s um gig um for we are bounce that's lee mm. t and fitzy and ross they're coming to whitehaven to do yeah t- t- to do that um on the 9th of December I'm in Carlisle for um, a new night called um, Revived Ult- I think it's called Revived and that's uh, Chris Dynamite so it's come full circle again yeah, I'm yeah, playing yeah. With Chris again um, what else have I got coming up I think I've got a baby due on Christmas day so I don't know what I'm doing an- other than that podcast every week at each Time to Refresh I feel like I'm plugging into my own podcast here, but that's what it you is. You should be doing as well. though, To be fair,
0: have you found that, mate? All right, was it all right? Really good. Um, Any questions for me? <laughs> to be fair, you've probably if you've seen me keep going on my phone, it's not because I'm being rude. It's because I had a lot of things that I wanted to tick off. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything we've not ticked off? One thing, right? So, short term, mid term, long term. Where do you see?
1: Where do you see myself?
0: In terms of not just this, the music. Obviously, I know you've got your manic thing with John. Fingers crossed that that takes off and and, and everything. Um, The pod and five years. Obviously, you're gonna have you're gonna have a big distraction. Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, but yeah, where where do you sort? so, So let's say in five years as the long term, where do you sort of see it? in terms of um, this i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a
1: visualizer i try and visualize everything five years time i will still be nothing will be different with this podcast this is yeah. what i plan on doing i just meet obviously with more guests and we'll be on episode a couple of hundred by then yeah. but this will be probably going for as long as i'm involved in bounce i think as, long as i'm involved in the scene um there's that um in five years time uh for what the what i would like i think that me and john will be top of the scene with with manic and and i'm not just saying it because like it sounds like i all think
0: given of, both of your musical knowledge and passion yeah. um i'd be shocked if you're not mm, i and would like to yeah there's a couple of things i'd like to tick off the list um
1: between i, I set I set goals for this year um i've already smashed the goals out with the podcast that was that was basically just keep consistent and yeah. get X, Y and Z I've had X, Y and Z on um, obviously I'll reveal that at the end of the year because I've to put it out uh, got my Sank residency I didn't I didn't. that wasn't a goal but it was regular work of Sank yeah but it was regular work of Sank that was I've always wanted that um, I wanted to play pure this year I think well not, not pure it doesn't need to be pure but I, I wanted to play Wigan mm. I've never played Wigan to a Wigan crowd I just want to see if my stuff works there I've had people play my tunes there, but I just want to know if my stuff that you obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. that might not get ticked off but it is what it is isn't it I can't, there's nothing you can do about that um, is there not a sanctuary but, in Wigan no I don't believe so
0: oh no so no, no. Yeah, it's the other one it? Um,
1: and then yeah from, from there that yeah um, Production-wise, I just wanted to get Manic off the ground. That was the aim, um, and I think we've got that. We've, we've been we've done a, he- a headline-a-sank event, um, and we've had a good few releases on various labels. We've had a, a million views on one of our tracks. That's, I'm quite happy with that. Brilliant, yeah. Um,
0: and Other than that, no, there's like... like uh, I think there should be, because we're approaching it quite fast now, um, there should be some sort of vote from the Patreon and and whoever else watches, whether it's just YouTube or whatever, there should be some sort of big vote on if you do a hundred versions of anything, it's it's always a big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've have some sort of thing for that, for the who who do you want to be the hundredth person and, and obviously it's got to be realistic. Um but yeah, I think it'll be I think you'd be surprised who the, who who's who's been connected to this podcast, mate. Yeah. Um
1: since certain guests have come on there's been people reach out and say, Listen, whenever I'm by, i would love to do it.
0: Yeah. And, that's good.
1: And that's it.
0: But yeah, that's all for today, I'll keep, folks. I'll keep tweeting <laughs> Joe Rogan and get him down. <laughs> <laughs> Can't um, get him off his fucking. I think there's his, only so much studio. that you can yeah. you can message someone about it being classist as harassment. <laughs> yeah, so for uh, me, I
1: think that the the um there's no impossible's there's no impossible with this. Yeah, definitely. Fact, if, if I if I manifest this enough, I think I could get anybody on this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's just you've just got to work towards it, and I believe that in everything as well. Like if I, I want to be the, the fucking manic is regarded as one of the. I best I think the key the to it is
0: consistency. Um, yeah. You know the it's no a cumulative build up, it isn't it? it is. yeah. 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 Once people see that you've been doing it for, you've got hundred episodes in the bag. You've got hundred and fifty. You've got two hundred. And people are like, oh, it's actually something. It's yeah. not. And when they see the views, it's are, not fly by Are either. increasing as well? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like a flash in the pan. I've had this idea, and then I'm going to sack it off um And I think that's no matter what you do, it's, it's about consistency. Whether it's putting mixes out, putting tunes out, putting mm. podcasts out, um eventually you do see the rewards from it. I mean, I put a lot of mixes out in during lockdown, again to stay relevant and keep myself because I was just on the verge of like having a really big 2020, and then lockdown coming, I was like, why now? <laughs> can people <laughs> not that die? Was my, that was my yeah, line. can people not die of this? Like <laughs> some other time. Like yeah. I just got Farrell like on board, and he was like, yeah, okay. Because I think previous to that, he'd sort of see he, he thought I was a bit of an idiot, and then he'd seen mm. that I was actually all right. <laughs> um, Keo was like mm. just speaking to me about um, let's have it, and, and Martin had mentioned BTID and stuff like that. And then, fucking pandemic coming, I was like, why now? Like, yeah. Why of all it times, just like, yeah, j- same, just, just as things though, were just yeah. starting to take off, and then it was a case of if we're locked down, I thought it was going to be six months, if we're locked down for six months. People are going to change the change their ideas. They're going to change the, their approaches and everything like that. So I've got to stay relevant. So it's what I did, and luckily it sort of paid dividends, and I, man, I managed to sort of get my name out there and that. But again, with this, um, there's there's no reason. As long as the consistency is there, there's no reason why Manic isn't up there. The Pod isn't up there. And the yeah, are not, that's the plan. That's the plan, mate. Like, but yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, nice one for coming on yeah, again. Yes, so, yes, Diego. <laughs> Patreon, um, you get all your, your stuff at Brad yeah. underscore refresh yeah. at It's Time to Refresh um, on all the... What a host. It's on YouTube, Spotify what a and... You just, yeah, just it's everybody. on everything, mate. Um, yeah, it's on everything. Episode host. number 75. Big thanks to Diego. It's his yeah. birthday today. He's one today, so happy birthday, Diego. Woof, woof. <laughs> Thank you. Um, big shout to Brad. Um, I feel it was one of the more interesting um pods in the sense that we've listened to him talk for 74 pods now without really knowing a lot now we know a lot of the story where things are up to now so again thank you very much brother nice there we and, go and uh peace out yeah see you later I-